Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And On top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Hello and welcome to episode 180 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm whoever I am today. I don't know. I don't have a name. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The podcaster formerly known as Sarah. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Tasha Skotnicki. Thank you, Tasha. Thanks, Tasha. Today, we will be discussing the second half of chapter 31 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, OWLs. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to hoot your way through the details. Oh, that was a good one. If you think about it, wouldn't it be OWLS? Okay. Ah, good question. Yeah, yeah I probably. Yeah, I don't know. But they don't say that in the movies either, so I'm not faulting you. It just popped into my head as the I was birds. looking at it. They're beautiful. But before we begin, we're going to go to me <laughs> and Megan for weekly profit news. Um, I just wanted to say a quick little bit that Sarah and I have started another podcast. It is exclusive to Spotify, and it is all about Star Wars and learning about Star Wars and it is called the Padawan Transmissions. We have, um, we'll have two episodes out by the time that this comes out. Yeah. Maybe, no, two? I don't think we'll have three. No, I three yet. Two. So go and follow us on Spotify, and you will get the episodes as they come out. It's going to be a bi-weekly podcast, and we have so far, we've had a lot of fun. And it's just nice to be able to, like, Reach out to our other fandom that we really love. Yeah. Learn about it. Learn with you. And you can send us an email at the Padawan Transmissions at gmail.com. And you can send us a transmission. Send us questions, 
Um, anything you want to hear about on the podcast. And yeah, so if you like the warring of stars, go check us out. The yep. Padawan transmissions. Warring of stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan, you can talk now. Okay. Um, so there wasn't really a whole lot of Harry <laughs> Potter news that I could pull from this week for the Weekly Profit. So I figured let's just go to real-time life current events. Um, so I'm sure everybody in the entire world knows that January 20th was Inauguration Day. Um, so I just wanted to say that like, with all of the relief that a lot of people are feeling from our community... Um, just like having somebody in the White House who like you actually feel listens and cares about the issues that are important to you. Um, with that being said, I just want to like remind everybody that now is not the time to sit back and just like start ignoring politics. Now that we have somebody who actually listens to us, this is when we should be the loudest. So I'm just trying to encourage people to take this opportunity and make sure that we're not backing down on the things that we want to happen. And we're paying attention to the LGBT um, things that are coming through the white house and just like being loud about the things that, um, that we want for changes and don't take our foot off of the gas pedal right now. Um, I know that it is tempting because we have been just like on high alert for so long. Um, but I really like what Amy Lou just said in the Discord chat. Take a breath, not a seat. Like, it's okay to like have your moment and take a breath of some relaxation and um, happiness right now. But that doesn't mean take a seat and just like let things ride. We want to make sure that um, make sure that we are still pushing for the changes that we want and make sure that we see those through. So just keep, you know, just keep being the little activists that we all are. It's important. So. Well, yes. well said, Maggie Bear. Um, I'm very excited and I hope that we start seeing changes. And actually, I think something got signed today about LGBTQ rights. Um, I have not had a chance to go and like look into details, but I'm just grateful to see some positive things come out of the government in regards to the LGBT community. So, um, whatever it is, I'm just happy to see a positive connotation <laughs> along with mm -hmm. it. So, um, that being said, make sure that you go and follow us on Spotify by clicking that follow button on our page and share this episode with your friends by clicking the three dots in the corner of the episode page. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to a ton of fun things, including exclusive access to our Discord channel, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for all of your support. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, patrons. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Reek, reek, cat! Woo-hoo-hoo! All right, so if you don't remember, last time, Gryffindor won the Quidditch Cup. Woo-woo-woo-woo! Yeah, we did. Woo-hoo! More hoots. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> now we're Tigger. And Ron yep. thinks Harry and Hermione saw the whole thing, and they have to break it to him that they didn't. Uh, but they do have a good reason for it, you know, 
crop, that whole thing. But it's June, which means study time and the Hogwarts black market for some get smart quick tricks. That was hard to say. It's OWL time. Um, Hello, owls. This is like a long summary, I feel like. A summary? Uh, so there are more exams because, you know, they got two full weeks of them, which kind of sucks. That's a lot. So they're studying over the weekend, leading into week two of more tests. There's another Niffler in Umbridge's office. Then it's time for their practical um, astronomy test and things go awry, which is saying it nicely. Harry notices Umbridge out for a midnight stroll. I don't know if it was actually midnight, to be honest with you. Turns out that uh, they're they're attacking Hagrid because he's getting fired. Um, and not only do they send several stunts his way. Yeah. I think it was after Megan. midnight. Did you say, yeah. Did you well, say yeah. several studs? Several. Let me just start over. No, 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 no. I said several stuns. Oh, I thought you said stuns. stuns. I was like, yeah. Lots of studs <laughs> heading towards Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I leave off? Stuns. Not only do they send stuns. several stuns his okay. way. Not only do they send several stuns his way because um, she's got aurors with her, but McGonagall comes out and she takes four to the chest before she's brought down. If that's not some Bob's apron lady, I don't know. She's just awesome. The next day, there are even more tests, but Harry, well, actually, there's just one more. But Harry is just a little sleepy. And he uh, has a very serious dream during that test. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. You went there, huh? I did. Okay. I went there. All right. Well, you're not going to be able to do that for much longer. <laughs> I could do that. I can't the believe end of time. I said that. Who is who, sitting in the seat? Who did the seat? first dead serious joke? Was it Tiffany? Who? You just did it. Oh. You didn't do that a long time ago? No. I feel like that's a Sasso thing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm putting up that you are the one who did it. I love it. Maybe, maybe it's because I like Sirius more than Cedric, but I also love him more now doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. You did You did some Cedric stuff. <laughs> yeah, some moving Cedric on. <laughs> so they had their herbology exam on Wednesday, is like how I did they say wear it pink? in my head. Uh, yeah, because you can only sit at the table. And what is it called? What's it called? You're talking Mean Girls? Nope. Greenhouse. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be fine tonight, everyone. Just so you know. <laughs> I would think that they would wear green in the greenhouse. Mm, no. On Wednesdays, any, we any wear hoot. green. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. That, I made that joke. Wednesday, what, what, what? Thursday, the third day. Oh my gosh. Harry ended up getting a small bite from a fanged geranium during his exam, but overall he thought that it went rather well. Would you like to know um, some geranium facts? I will say that I hate geranium. Dying. Why? Oh, I think what that did they, they ever do to you? I think that they're one of the ugliest flowers. Aww. Hold the I don't know what a geranium is. Oh, Jeez. don't say that to them. a fanged one. What? I hate them. It's going bad too. <laughs> that's a lot of. That's like a lot of energy of hating a flower. <laughs> a that's flower. I'm just an innocent <laughs> flower. I've just always disliked geraniums. Look I hate whenever pretty. my mom oh, now plants you're, them. Now in you're the downplaying it to dislike. <laughs> versus I hate them. I do. I hate flowers. Oh my god! I think they're so like they're, they're so cute. Pretty. Ugh, they're <gasps> ugly. 
Jeez, I used okay. I usually give that to my mom for Mother's Day, and she's always said that they're pretty. She probably talks behind you back. Yeah, she's like she gave her those ugly right? flowers. Oh my I god, I just would never <laughs> purchase them. There's a Sorry. lot being said about flowers, and I'm not sure how to react. What? What's your favorite <laughs> flower then, Megan? What flower will you like? I enjoy a good. Um, oh gosh, what is it called? Uh, you don't even know. You don't even. Know I'm gonna find flowers. out. I'm gonna find. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I know what it Snapdragon's is. Snapdragon's one of my favorites because they bite. Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell you about geraniums. Please. There are hundreds of known species. Many geranium species have heavily scented leaves. This is from southernliving.com slash garden slash flowers slash geranium flower. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Geranium leaves can be used in the kitchen. Flavoring jelly and iced tea drinks. Go ahead, Megan. (laughs) I remember my favorite flowers. I have three. They are (laughs) dahlias, peonies, and hydrangea. Those are my three favorites. I love hydrangeas. I don't know what peonies and the other one look like. I a peony is like a rose, basically. Look. Peonies like were in my wedding. Oh, I don't like those. They're like the. Like they're they're like called. Those they're also those. called cabbage roses. They're just like very full roses. I'm not. Well, they're prettier than geraniums, right. Sarah. <laughs> Poor geraniums. I, I disagree. <laughs> geraniums are ugly. Oh my gosh! All right, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. A, B. No. All right. Well, let me let me talk about Let's these. Talk about geraniums. Geraniums are drought tolerant. See, tolerant flowers. They love pots. And Martha Washington has her own geranium hybrid. It's called the Regal. Regal. <laughs> Regal. Beagle. Something. Something I don't know how to say. Geraniums bloom in a rainbow of colors. Yeah, Meg, you should like them. Mm. Rainbow yeah. flowers. I hate their stupid Rainbow. little green leaves with the red stripes on them. <gasps> Whoa. <Jeez. laughs> she's going to go full on 100% into this because she made she's, a statement. She's going <laughs> so, so on it. So she's got to stay with it. She's got to ride that wave real hot. <laughs> she's going to walk up to I a just, geranium one day, not clarify. know it's a geranium, and be like, this is the best flower I've Accurate. ever seen. And then we're going to be no, like, no, no. She's gonna walk into a greenhouse and she's gonna start smashing pots like Link does. And she'll probably go up to them and be like, "You're ugly, geranium. Did you know that?" I just want to clarify that I've literally always hated geraniums. So, like, this is not a new thing. I mean, no, since I was sure you would hate a flower. I don't hate any flowers because it's a lot of energy to expend in flowers I don't care for. They're just like the ugliest flowers that you can purchase to plant in your yard. So, you know, you don't have to plant them. Yeah, but my grandma always bought them, and I'm like, why are you buying these? They're so ugly. <laughs> What's going on? My father really likes pansies and I don't care for them. I just I wanted oh, to I don't tell like you some either. flower facts. <laughs> and this went in a direction I would call Marietta. <laughs> and I'm not here for this conversation. Is this what this book oh, will weird. be? It will no longer be known for the Marietta <laughs> talks. It's going to be the geranium. <laughs> you think of what's You're that song when it's like Geronimo? Hey, geranium. <laughs> <laughs> Just name this episode Geranium. Already done. Already done. <laughs> it's already done. 
already been done. <laughs> we hit that like real fast. I only read my first sentence as my first link. I God. also want to say that the fact that geraniums are fanged in the wizarding world. I mean, come on. Do you think pretty flowers get fangs? No. Ugly ones get fangs. It are just you trying to sense. say that fangs are ugly? What? Are you trying to say the fangs are ugly? No, God. I'm saying geraniums are what about ugly. Cullen? Don't twist my words, Sarah. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of fang geraniums, let's read about those. So a fang yeah. geranium is a magical flower with sharp teeth. Its fangs are used as a potion ingredient as well as in wizard. This is a quote. Foodstuffs. <laughs> Harry got a minor bite from one during his OWL exam for herbology. And there's some other things that I don't think are actual canon, so I'm not going to read them. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm like, Toot Shoots and Roots is back. <laughs> they were mentioned in an advertisement for the Toot Shoots and Roots. <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> Toot Shoots and Roots. Okay. The ad copy asked, Fang Geranium, nothing but gums. Uh, Megan, do you have more to add? No, this is done. <laughs> no, nope. she took a big breath for it, and Tiffany shut I it know. down. She was ready to be like, "I just hate that." <laughs> no, it just makes me you, laugh Megan. because um, someone in the chat sent a Bernie Sanders gif and said Meg talking about geraniums, and I was like, "I'm literally Bernie. I have his passion, and my mom always mistakes my passion for anger, and then makes me angry." <laughs> it's a cycle Jeez. I live with. <laughs> She's passionate about her hating geraniums. I mean, do you want to know what I dislike about, about them a lot? Is just how they look whenever the petals fall off. They're so ugly. Like it can't help that like petals there's fall off. like I think it's the greenery in the geraniums that I think that's really ugly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... It's just hurting. It's just hurting my soul that like anybody would call like a flower ugly. You just said I you just don't think like that you're so good. At being passionate about things that really matter, I think putting hate towards a flower <laughs> is putting too much energy into that. And you might want to refocus that energy into doing something more constructive. Oh, I have a lot of you're energy. Good at. I have a lot. Yeah, but you don't need to waste it. It's hating. I think she's only I think she's only exerting this hatred of it's only because it was brought moment. up. I mean, it's not like I actively go and hate geraniums. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> she, she it's a wild them out. She goes around neighborhood. I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> she probably takes Katie around. She goes, I pass this geranium bush here. I hate them. See, these are the ugly ones. You see notes littered around the state of Florida. They're from Megan, just sitting by geraniums <laughs> on the inside. I hate you. <laughs> Condolences. Megan. I can't now wait I'm for gonna... you to die so we can plant another type of flower. Oh, gosh. Can I continue? Yeah. yeah. So on Thursday, they had their Defense Against the Dark Arts exam. And for the first time during exams, Harry felt like he had really passed. And I think none of us are surprised by this. He had no problem with the written questions on the exam. And then during the practical he took particular pleasure in performing all the counter jinxes and defensive spells right in front of Umbridge, who was watching from the entrance hall, which, first of all, mm, is that OK to do? Because I feel like it shouldn't be for a teacher of that subject to be like watching the exam that you're not supposed to be giving. But she's the high inquisitor, whatever the heck, headmistress. 
You know? yeah. yeah, well, she sucks. So, Well, we know she sucks. <laughs> That's not the debate here. It doesn't seem right, in my personal opinion. I don't, I mean, nothing that she does is right. You're not so. wrong. You're not wrong. Professor Tofty was loving this exam with Harry, and I'm here for this. Oh, bravo, cried Professor Tofty, who was examining Harry again. And when Harry demonstrated a perfect Bogart banishing spell. Very good indeed. Well, I think that's all, Potter, unless... And he leaned forward a little. I heard from my dear friends, Tiberius Ogden, that you can produce a Patronus for a bonus point. And he raised his wand, looked directly at Umbridge, and imagined her being sacked. Expecto Patronum. <laughs> Mic drop. And I love this moment because it lets you know that word got out and made its way around the ministry. And let's be honest, probably the wizarding world. Um, given Harry's popularity, that he can produce a corporeal Patronus. And I really, really like that. I like that a and lot. And I think it's a big old, um, you know, read between the lines to Umbridge. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I just really, really like that. So Very the silver impressive. stag erupted from the end of Harry's wand. It cantered through the hall and the other examiners looked around to watch it. And then it dissolved into a silver missed sorry alana stole my bow i don't know where it is i don't know where mine is either both of them are gone katie got it that child katie had it (laughs) professor tofty clapped his hands excitedly excellent he said very well potter you may go and as harry walked out of the hall he passed umbridge by the door and their eyes met and there was a nasty smile on her face barf but harry did not care do you think that smile was like her thinking, um, knowing like what they were going to do to Hagrid and how it was going to upset him? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. She, she probably pulls from, she probably is happy all day thinking about the nasty, not niceness that she is and what yeah. she's doing. May. I don't know if we've talked about this, but there's an interesting conversation going on in the discord about, uh, mm. Tiberius Ogden. And mm-hmm. is he potentially a descendant from the, First, the maker of Ogden's fire whiskey. I'm going to say mm. probably. That's a cool connection. But also, is Tiberius Ogden related to Mr. Ogden from the memory in six? When he goes to the Gaunts? Yes. I would assume so. Uh, that feels like a, a name that might... You know how f- a lot of the times if you know one person's in the ministry and the family... It yeah. kind of runs with the line. I don't it know. Said, Maybe they're okay, making so whiskey and arresting people left and right. Who knows? On the wiki, it says he may be related, but there's no confirmation. But I think that that's probably. I think yeah, that. I don't think the author just throws these names around. Yeah. 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 I like that. Very good. Very good. So, you know, Harry and Umbridge locking eyes. She's nasty. He's like, read between the lines. And then he's thinking to himself, and he hadn't planned on telling anybody else about his thoughts, but he was fairly certain that he had just achieved an outstanding OWL in Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah, he did. Can I ask a question? So I know this actually, we don't find this on to the next book, but I was like Googling things on the internet, (laughs) um, as one does in this day and age. And it was talking about Hermione got O's and everything except for Defense Against the Dark Arts. She got an E. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think that she would have gotten an O? 
I, I, um, this is a discussion for another time. It just was boggling my mind today. It it is. And then someone was like, "I wonder if they did that so like to make it like known that Harry's like that's his strong point is defense, mm-hmm. where hers is the weakest." I mean, I think she's still her. very obviously very smart and very obviously, talented, yeah. Oh, it yeah. it does really surprise me that she mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten an O. I I yeah yeah. I think that. Uh, like sarah said i think that was really done to show for harry more than anything yeah you know what though yeah also she has she has this thing about defense against the dark arts because she knows she's not as good as harry i think and i think that maybe that affected her during testing time go ahead kate i think a lot of i'm sorry did i cut you off i just said that's possible i think a lot of defense um has to do with like not that hermione is certainly not quick on her feet but like harry's a different kind of quick on his feet i feel like it's just like a Mm -hmm. different thing that she yeah i mean harry's just better at it yeah i think you see like because like even in the in sorcerer's stone when she's like what do i do and they're like what are you talking about what do you do you know what i mean like when she gets into those high pressure situations she's grown mostly out of that obviously by the time they hit seven otherwise they would all be dead yeah i think he has great instincts is that kind of what you're talking about because he kind of doesn't always he think just, either he, he just, just does yeah he just reacts right and she yeah. does that yeah. a little she's more less logical yeah she's yeah, very much she, like she needs to think things through which yeah, yeah like thinking to seven <laughs> with like that. them going into the ministry like they had been planning for forever and she still didn't feel ready to do it and harry was just like no yeah. we're doing it time yeah it's time Hermione. impulsive mm-hmm. but even that so just wasn't to... impulsive harry was just like we're done planning right. this yeah. yeah um just to review past grades outstanding oh exceeds expectations e acceptable a fail grades poor p dreadful d <laughs> the ever-loving troll t <laughs> So, like, if you don't get, like, an acceptable and above, do you, are you allowed to take that class the next year? I would hope so. I would think so. Like, you just they weren't can't allowed get if, into... It's Snape. Oh, yeah, that's right. Harry wasn't even going to be in potions. Yeah, because yeah. of Snape. But, well, like, wouldn't you think that, like, some of those classes, like, are core classes? We've talked about that before. Interesting thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That is yeah. weird. I agree with what Mia I'm said. Done. I think it probably <laughs> depends on the instructor. Yeah, like Snape in Snape's case, Snape and Slughorn, if you think about those, yeah. like obviously Snape had very That's so crazy though that like they would allow Snape to do that because that blocks so many students from so many career choices. It just but, like, blocks so many, your though. wizard life in general in my opinion. Yeah, everybody needs potions. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, how many do they actually need? Like, thinking of aurors, they they want to weed out all of the people. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, but like, <laughs> no, no, healers no, probably healers <laughs> probably need potions. And but mm-hmm. do they or do they just need to know how to administer them? Like, no, I think that they think need. Of, like, I would think I that believe they that they need to be able them. to take the newt potions. But like, thinking of like healers or like compared to like doctors and nurses like yeah yes you need to know about it but like the pharmacists are the ones that like do the actual stuff and then they hand them sometimes you like mix it but i don't know i don't know i just feel like it blocks i i think that that's just like a bad decision from on snape like on snape 
but it bothers mm-hmm. me that he was allowed to bar that many students from taking the class, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, okay. So on Friday, Harry and Ron had the day off. They didn't have any exams. However, Hermione had her ancient runes exam. Yes, Sarah. What what day was it? Friday. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Gotta get down on Friday. Yeah. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Gotta get down on Friday. And then it like that those lyrics. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about like how she goes through the whole weekend. It's just really dumb. Um, anyway. Um, since they had the whole weekend, that is Saturday and Sunday, as Rebecca Black would tell us. <laughs> they took some time off from studying on Friday, you know, and they need to just unwind, decompress. Oh, man. Who cares? Let's play some wizard's chess. Uh, so, yeah, they play wizard's chess and Harry can see Hagrid off in the distance teaching a lesson. And he was guessing that he was teaching the class about unicorns because the boys were in the back of the group of students and they were by the forest. Um, and he remembered that from whenever they were learning about unicorns. So Hermione came into also they were in the Gryffindor common room. Sorry, I didn't say that. So Hermione comes into the common room and is looking very bad tempered because she was mad at herself for mistranslating something on her exam. She said, I mistranslated a was said Hermione furiously. It means partnership, not defense. I mix it up with e was. (laughs) And I said that I think that she's really angry really just because of stress and like I can feel this on a personal level sometimes I totally take my stress out on those around me and I think Hermione is definitely one of those people and we see that happen like throughout the series um but not only is she like stressed about exams she's really stressed about grop um so she's angry and she's like angrily tells Ron that Cause he says something like, you know, whatever, Hermione, like it's one mistake. Like one, you got one thing wrong, not a big deal. And she's like, that one mistake could, it could be one mistake between a pass and a fail. And she's just like <laughs> snapping at him. Yeah. Which I mean, like, not for you, m'lady. I guess it one could be. Thing that you're but... about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's why I elaborated on this already a little bit, but here's why she's stressed in my opinion. Uh, Mostly because she then tells them that Umbridge has got another Niffler in her office and both Harry and Ron say good. But Hermione snaps back and says it is not good. She thinks it's Hagrid doing it. Remember, and we do not want Hagrid chucked out. So this whole grop thing really has her stressed. Yes, Tiffany. I literally almost just was like, wasn't it James Dean? <laughs> what? What? Oh, who put the niffler in? <laughs> James <laughs> Dean. <laughs> it's Lee, right? It's Lee. It's Lee Jordan. Yeah. So this whole grop thing really has her stressed because, like, yeah, it would have me stressed too. And she is coming in angry and is just kind of like, 
taking her anger and putting it on the OWLs when in reality, like it's so much more than that. It's just like this whole compilation of all of these things. But I think that the huge bulk of it is Grop. And now she is basically convinced that Hagrid is gone. Um, So that's going to be something else added to their list of things that they need to take care of. And Harry is just like, Hermione, look, you can see Hagrid is teaching right now. Like she can't blame him. And I just want to like pat Harry on the shoulder and be like, oh, Harry, you naive little soul. You really think that Umbridge cares that he's teaching right now? No. Uh, So Hermione is like, since when does that matter, Harry? And Hermione calls him naive, which, as I said, she ain't wrong. Um, And Ron says, such a lovely, sweet tempered girl, (laughs) which also makes me want to smack him across the back of the head. But, you know, I still love him. Um, so Hermione's bad mood, AKA stress persisted through most of the weekend. Harry and Ron studied for potions and basically just ignored her though, which I feel bad. Like they're her friends. You should be like, Hey girl, are you okay? Do you need <laughs> sometimes hey, shoulder girl. rub? Hey girl, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people don't want to talk though. Facts. I know that would be me. Don't talk to me. But I don't know if Hermione is the type hey, of person girl. who doesn't want to talk. I feel like she doesn't have the opportunities given to her to talk because she's friends well, with she's Harry and Ron. Teaspoon range friends. Know. <laughs> you know? I feel bad for her. Eighth teaspoon. I guess actually, I think that's probably why she starts going to Ginny more because like they start getting a little bit closer. I feel like going forward from like here on, they start becoming. Like you start seeing you start seeing Jenny like in the group a little bit more in the future here mm-hmm. shortly. So um, I'm glad that she has Jenny to talk to. But um, so Harry was sure that this exam would be the downfall of his ambitions to be an Auror. How and sad. he what? How sad. I know it's just so stressful for a 15 year old to feel these things. But anyway. Um, he was sure that he did a great job at explaining the effects of the polyjuice potion, though. Wonder why. Hey, shout out, Judy. <laughs> and like, yeah, since they were 12, they could have explained that, which is crazy. Um, so he felt more relaxed in this exam as well, since Snape wasn't there. And he could tell that Neville felt more relaxed, too. Um, huh. Yeah. Who would have thought? Mm. And Hermione, again, snaps. Uh, but this time at Pavardi, because Pavardi says that they only have four exams left. And Hermione goes, only? I've got a rhythmancy, and it's probably the toughest subject there is. Um, okay. You did do that to yourself. But doesn't she, like, really <laughs> like a rhythmancy, though? That's yeah. Like, that ends up as, like, one of her favorite subjects. Yeah. But. Um, so Harry was then determined to do well on Tuesday's Care of Magical Creatures exam. And he did. They had to correctly identify a gnarl hidden among a dozen hedgehogs. Um, God. So, n- to be on that exam, <laughs> I want to have a gnarl named Carl. We little hedgy hogs. Love hedgehogs. <laughs> um, so, gnarls look like hedgehogs, but the trick is to offer all of them milk in turn because gnarls are highly suspicious creature whose quills have many magical properties and generally they go berserk when they believe that they're being poisoned and attempt to poison them they're a little sus that's that's a weird trait <laughs> for a creature <laughs> who's out here 
you're poisoning Narva. <laughs> um, so they are native to Northern Europe and North America, according to Newt Scamanda. And what else yeah. is there to see? They eat wild daisies. Do you like daisies? I, yeah, they're geez, they're pretty, but they smell disgusting. They smell like feet. They do smell like feet. Oh. Um, why do they smell like feet? I don't know. Daisy, Daisy. Fred and George Weasley once paid Mundungus six sickles for a bag of gnarl quills to experiment with for Weasley Wizard Wheezes. I believe that that happens earlier in this book. Um, so gnarl yeah. quills. Fun fact about daisies, that's April's flower. Oh, so you hate my flower. I said it's beautiful. It just smells bad. <laughs> Maybe that's a metaphor like, to that's you, Tiffany. <laughs> Uh, next up was they had to correctly handle a bow truckle we all know what bow truckles are i hope by now so they are hand-sized insect-eating tree-dwelling magical beasts with long sharp fingers brown eyes and a general appearance of a flat-faced stick figure made of barks and twigs bark and twigs uh, which serves Works? as its camouflage. They are native to Western England, Southern Germany, and Scandinavia, and they are usually found on trees that are made of wood that have magical properties in them. Good wand, wand trees, woods. so to say. Quality Yeesh. trees. Quality trees. Quality. <laughs> um. Next up in their exam, they had to feed and clean a fire crab without sustaining serious burns. And fire crabs are one of the two creatures that Hagrid crossbred for the, uh, gosh, what were those called? I can't remember now. Blast and scroots. So fire crabs are, uh, they, they greatly resemble a large tortoise. I kind of picture oh. them exactly like the guy from Moana. The oh, shiny guy. Yeah. So shiny. I was actually picturing a Pokemon. Torkoal. They're native to Fiji, too. This is, oh my gosh, I wonder if like this was a thing. Hold on. So they resemble a large tortoise with a heavily jeweled shell. In its native Fiji, a stretch of coast has been turned into a reservation for its protection, not only against muggles who might be tempted by its valuable shell, but also against unscrupulous wizards who use the shells as highly prized cauldrons. The fire crab does, however, have its own defense mechanism. It shoots flames from its rear end when attacked. Fire crabs are exported <laughs> as pets, but a special license is necessary. Rear so. end makes me think of my grandma. <laughs> What? Like this is what she would say. Rear end. My grandma. So shiny. My grandma would say dupa. Yes, my grandma did too. Mm, which I think is like Slovak or Hungarian or something like and that. And anytime she was really like mad snakes. at me, she'd call me a dupayash. <laughs> which actually that might be like a bad word, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's like a stupid book. Like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck. <laughs> Scrub the deck, make it look shiny. I will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck. I love Moana. Um, and then good. the what? That was good. Thanks. Yeah, it was good, Tiffany. Good job. Um, mm -hmm. last up, they had to choose from a wide selection of food 
for the diet that they would give a sick unicorn. Rainbows and marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) Skittles? Yes. How do you eat rainbows? (laughs) Ask unicorns. Rainbows and marshmallows. (laughs) Um, and I tried to see on the wikia it's if they the like rainbow. told us what the answer to that question was. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't see it anywhere. Like, but they're uh, native to northern Europe. Um, we know a lot about these quality creatures, so I'm not really going to say anything else. But they're considered one of the supreme cores. Their tail hairs are the supreme least. leader. Supreme leader. Um. So as Harry left, he gave Hagrid two thumbs up. A little encouragement because he thinks he did good. So Wednesday morning was the practical exam for astronomy, and Harry thought he did well. He just didn't know if he got the names of all of Jupiter's moons, and I was completely unaware and dumb at how many moons Jupiter has. Do you know how many moons? Seventy nine. How's a kid supposed oh. to memorize seventy nine moons? That's what are their names? I don't know. That's like that's like nine too many moons. Yeah. You think 70 is not a lot? I think that that's okay. 70 too many moons. Oh, they're weird names. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. They're, how do you remember that? Right? They're weird. Let me talk about moons. Like, Whoa. there's so many. Anyway. Mm-mm. So. That's rude. Galilean. <laughs> he was confident. Europa. He was Pick confident in his answer, though, that none of them were inhibited by mice. So that's. A positive here. What? That's what it said. He's like, but I was confident that none of them were inhibited by mice. That's what Harry. That was inhibited his inner monologue. Or inhabited. Inhabited. Oh, inhabited. I guess. <laughs> What's the difference? What does inhibited mean? <laughs> inhibit to like inhibit something. You're like stopping it, kind of thing. You're like blocking it oh. from happening. To inhabit, you're living there. There inhabited. are mice over there. Just being like, no. <laughs> A second. <laughs> what is the etymology of inhibited? Uh, yeah. That's my right. is my specialty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's never not gonna be funny. <laughs> oh, it's a callback to when he said that Io, one of the moons, had mice on his essay, and Hermione pointed that out. Because I think he wrote it when he was like I don't know what he wrote it for, but she said no, that's wrong or whatever. Interesting. So, did she did the, the the was it the cheating quill? I don't know. Oh, wait. maybe. Oh, thank he, you, Rosie girl. I don't know. <sighs> I do remember that now that you say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. I think it was Ron's essay, so wasn't hard. it? Mm, because maybe. but then he remembered Hermione correcting it because he was there anyway. Inhabited, inhabited by mice. By inhabited. Mice. None of them are inhabited by mice. <laughs> All right. Or inhibited. Or inhibited. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Wednesday afternoon was divination. And this may be um, one of my favorite quotes from the book. <laughs> this made me laugh out loud so much. <laughs> it did. I was witness. So Ron says, well, we were always going to fail that one, said Ron gloomily as they (laughs) ascended the marble staircase. He had just made Harry feel rather better by telling him how he told the examiner in detail about the ugly man with a wart on his nose and his crystal ball, only to look up and realize he'd been describing his examiner's (laughs) reflection. (laughs) 
man. <laughs> I would do oh, something God. so embarrassing like that. Do you think that he maybe uh, thought so for a second that like he was legit like seeing something? Seeing something? I'm yeah, sure. definitely. And then, oh God, Ron. I can just feel my stomach sinking as I look up over the crystal ball and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> like having that like moment of realization and your face just going bright red and oh, like, yeah. getting so hot. Like, yeah. oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, so Harry and Ron were laughing at that as they should because that's hilarious but they stopped laughing when they saw Hermione but she did seem to be in a better mood because she thought that she'd done well on her arithmancy exam good job Hermione good job Hermione alright the fun stops here because I get to talk about where this chapter shifts to the dark side cool but literally because no but literally because this next exam has to be at night yeah so they're (laughs) (laughs) oh my lord (laughs) uh their astronomy practical was going to be at 11 o'clock um and they were lucky when they got up to the tower because it was the perfect night for stargazing it was clear just a little bit cool so everyone set up their telescopes and Professor Marchbanks and Tofty are overseeing the exam. Every time I see Tofty, I think of toffee and it makes me want candy every yes. single time. Makes me think of Toff's ice cream. Ooh, yeah. Maybe I'm also thinking of that. Or that Toffafay candy that I've actually never tried, but Toffafay. I would totally try it. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's quiet. All you hear is like the scratches of the parchment. Half hour passes, an hour passes. Um, the lights from the castle start going out. Harry notices and he's filling in his star chart when he sees out on the grounds like a flood of light because the front doors of the castle open and he sees about five to six long shadows moving across the grass before the door closes again and then everything's dark again. It's like, you know, whatever. It's Hogwarts. People roam around at weird times, right? So he goes back to his chart, but something's distracting him. He can still see the figures walking across the grounds. And he thinks he recognizes the leader. He recognizes their walk. And their leader is the squattest among them. So he's like, why is Umbridge Mm. taking a stroll on the grounds after midnight? And with five other people. Um, And then he's like, oh my god, I'm taking an exam. I have to concentrate. So he tries to go back to it. But then he hears what sounds like someone knocking on a door. And then um, muffled barking of a dog. So clearly, whoever you know, Umbridge has gone to see Hagrid. So I think in his brain, he's like, oh, like this, this is it. Like the Niffler thing is her last Mm -hmm. straw that she Mm -hmm. can use. Um, So his heart's hammering. He looks up again and there's lights on in Hagrid's cabin. Yeah. Did anybody else's, like if you can remember this, the first time you read this, like was your heart pounding with Harry's? Because mine was. This is I think so. I can't remember one of those moments in reading where like I start skipping words because (laughs) I'm like trying to read really fast to figure out what happens. That's how I missed Ron and Hermione's kiss in Deathly Hallows, you know. Um (laughs) so yeah, this is definitely one of those moments where I just like anytime I saw like random things, I like skipped it and I was just like, no, get to what's happening, what's going on, what's going on. Did you ever like just right. did you ever like speed read and then you go back after you know what happens because you read the end of the chapter and then you go back and read slower? Yes. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't know about Ron Hermione. I, know. I just read the book again. That's you know? true. It's like, I don't like in the middle of reading, go back and reread. I'll just read the whole book again. I don't know. I'll go back and reread it. Sometimes if I really don't under, like if something happened and I'm like, because sometimes when you're reading it, it's almost like it all happens really quickly. So I have to go back. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What did I just read? Yeah. yeah. yeah you just like, if I did the thing where I start skim. Real fast. You're like yeah. skimming. You're like, no, I just need, I need yeah. answers. <laughs> Bare minimum information. Okay. Yeah. So the door opens of, the, of his cabin and Harry watches these six people walk in. Door closes. There's silence. So he feels pretty uneasy. He's looking around like, did Ron and Hermione see this? Did they notice anything? Um, but Marchbanks is like right behind him and he's like, I don't want to look like I'm cheating. So I'm just going to like kind of pretend mm-hmm. I'm writing notes on my chart. But he's really watching um, his cabin to see if anything else happens. So once Marchbanks moves on, um, he doesn't have to wait much longer to see if anything happens because there's a roar from the cabin and it's so loud. I mean, like that's down on the grounds, like near the forest, right? That shoots all the way up to the top of the astronomy tower. And it like the way he describes mm. it, it's like he can hear it at clear as day. Um, so it's not just him not paying attention anymore. And like, here's Professor Tofty, like, pay attention. There's an exam going on. You got 20 <laughs> minutes, you know, like these kids are supposed to pay attention when something's going on down in the grounds. Um, right. So they try to get back to their charts, but then there's a loud bang. So Hagrid's door bursts open. And the light from his cabin just lets you be able to see everything that's going on. So he's literally roaring, throwing punches. There's six people surrounding them, and all of them are shooting red light at him. So they're all trying to stun him. So Hermione cries out, no. Tofty again tries to gain control, but literally no one's paying attention now. They're all watching what's happening. So you've got all these jets of red light. Um, but they seem to be, b- be bouncing off of Hagrid. He's still upright. He's still fighting. Um, and a man yells, be reasonable, Hagrid. And Hagrid yells back, reasonable, be damned. You won't take me like this, Dawlish. And I don't remember if we talked about Dawlish before. Um, but he went with Fudge to try and arrest Dumbledore. And that didn't work very well. But he also oh, worked right. under um, Scrudgemere and uh <laughs> united <laughs> yeah and <laughs> pious thickness so he's not a good dude at no all. not at all yes um so michelle obama's belt nice name in the discord <laughs> <laughs> said do you think umbridge timed it this way on purpose and then follow up Rosie girl said i never understood why she did it while everyone could see So, first of all, I do think that she planned it to happen in the middle of the night so that not a lot of people saw, but she did purposefully see it so Harry would see it. I think you're right. Because she was hoping Harry would have a reaction and, like, try to play hero, in my opinion. That's what I think she wanted to happen. I mean, it's either that or she didn't even think about exam going on at night. I wonder if um, she knew that Harry was looking and was hoping that if they did it at night, Hagrid wouldn't cause a scene. That if it was during the day, he would cause a scene, and all of the teachers, like, because I right. bet you the majority of them the are teachers. sleeping right now. Yeah. Um, because that's be what she saw. Not going to cause a scene because that's what that she late. saw happen with like, Trelawney. The teachers caused a scene with yes. Trelawney. Oh uh, yeah. 
And she's hoping, I do think she's hoping like Harry will see it, but. She's nasty. Well, yes, we know this. Yeah. She is the worst. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past her. Everyone grab your tissues. This part made me super sad. Here comes, you know, all the way up from Harry's point of view, the tiny little outline of Fang leaping at the wizards that are surrounding Hagrid, trying to defend him, and someone hits him with a stunning spell, and he falls to the ground. That is so sad to me. Because he's just a quality dog, and... He's just trying to protect Hagrid. Yeah, he's just trying to protect his dude. So this, you know, as if Hagrid isn't, one, fighting for his life, two, trying not to get captured for something he is not guilty for, and three, now you hurt his one of his best friends, right? So he gives this howl of fury grabs that wizard that stunned him and throws him 10 feet. Dude didn't get up again. So Mm. Hermione gasps. Ron looks scared. Like none of them have seen Hagrid, what Harry describes as a real, in a real temper before. Um, so the front doors open again and there's one single black shadow coming across the ground. So this new shadow is sprinting and yelling, how dare you, how dare you? It's McGonagall. B.A. Hmm. McGonagall. So she yells oh at boy. them, leave Hagrid alone. Like, And she says, on what grounds are you attacking him? He's done nothing, nothing to warrant such. And she's cut off because four stunning spells are shot at her. Four. Four. Did she ever, even if she had her wand raised, I don't know. She's coming out here and asking you what the heck you're doing at 1230 at night. Attacking. No correct outrageous so also technically she is still like second in charge right she's still like what would be considered the vice principal yeah you know yeah what is it that she's called the Dep- oh, Dep- deputy, deputy headmistress. headmistress the assistant to the <laughs> <laughs> headmistress or yeah whatever um <laughs> assistant to the assistant yeah thank you So uh, she gets hit with these spells. She's lifted off her feet, lands hard on her back, and doesn't move. So finally, Tofty has forgotten about this exam. He's yelling in outrage. And you can hear Hagrid yelling, Cowards, ruddy cowards, have some of that and that. And I'm going to break the tension by saying, I'll kick her, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give her a ha and a hi-ya. And hi, yeah. <laughs> and I'll kick her, sir. I love that that's on Disney Plus now. It's actually Disney now. I know. Yeah. So Hagrid gives two punches to his closest attackers. One, two, knocks him out cold. He grabs Fang, puts him over his shoulder. Umbridge is like, yes. yes. Umbridge is Get your pooch. yelling at the last other one standing, but that dude's like, I'm not, I don't want to go near Hagrid. <laughs> He's like, uh, no. On a rampage. Um, so Haggard r- literally runs with Fang, misses a stunning spell from Umbridge and just pelts it towards the gate and just disappears. Um, so there's this long minute of silence. Here comes Tofty again, like, hey, by the way, five minutes. Like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Can you do that voice Check again? Check out those, you hey, know, like two million moves. <laughs> hey, by the way, five minutes. <laughs> hey. Can you just take your quill out and scratch a little more in there? I'll give you ten of the Jupiter's moons as a consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's a consolation prize. <laughs> Are any 
of them inhibited by mice. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I heard one of the moons grows geranium. Oh, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> the ugliest moon I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. How many moons have you seen? Just Two one. Moons. <laughs> All right. Harry's got two thirds of his chart filled in, but he doesn't really care. He just wants this exam to be over. And as soon as it does, the trio hurries out. But all of the students are just, they're just all talking at the foot of the stairs loud Hermione's like, that evil woman trying to sneak up on Hagrid in the dead of night. Here comes Ernie Mac. He says she was clearly He's avoiding a, a scene like Trelawney's. And Ron looks more alarmed than impressed, but he says Hagrid did well. But like, why did the spells bounce off of him? And Hermione confirms like, that's probably his giant blood. It's super hard to stun a giant. They're like trolls. They're very tough. But then she comments, but McGonagall four stunners straight to the chest and she's not exactly young is she but we all know she's totally behaved she's fine and then here goes ernie mac who's not basically the best because he goes dreadful dreadful well i'm off to bed what's wrong with you (laughs) suck ernie mac (laughs) yes a great hufflepuff katie no he's the worst i don't like him (laughs) he is not a hufflepuff i don't like him i think part of it is though that's their head that's their head of house so like i feel like they have a completely different relationship with mcgonagall than ernie does right you know what i mean right because like when things go awry, awry sprout is the one i had to think of like who's their head of house sprout goes to talk to them you know not awesome mcgonagall right. Right. was anybody Sorry, at any so point got, ever like a cool flitwick worried about mcgonagall yeah was anybody like no. oh no is she gonna die i was worried about her you kind of yeah, like. One day. I don't like the way you said that. She gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wangle. <laughs> um. McGonagall, yeah. like. I think I was scared. She does exactly <laughs> to me, at least, from my personal opinion. She does to me what she does to Harry throughout the series. Like she slowly like. Yeah, she's awesome and she does super cool stuff, especially on reflection. But like she worms your way her way into your heart to where like she's almost like a like a really cool mom figure. Do you know what I mean? Definitely yeah. like an adult figure. Yeah, like where you would I mean Harry does some unforgivable magic later on because someone spat at her, you know? Like you she worms your way into getting like you respect her. Yeah. Big time. I don't know. Dude. Harry. Cruciatus curse because of that. Not messing That's around. That's some real anger. Mm-hmm. He you meant mean that. It. He meant it. it. He meant it. Yep. So students are dispersing because, you know, the excitement's wearing off, I guess. I don't know. And Ron says, well, at least they didn't take Hagrid off to Azkaban. And he guesses that he'll join Dumbledore wherever he is. And Hermione mentions she really thought Dumbledore would have been back before long, and now they've lost Hagrid, too. I just thought that was kind of important to note that Hermione even was like, well, you know, Dumbledore. But even that Umbridge has... Like, wore off. She's yeah. like, oh, he's not back yet. Yeah. I wonder why, though. Like, did she just think that, like, because, like... Um, not that I want to say she's naive, but I wonder if she's thinking, like, 
he's a good guy. So like the good guy is going to prevail. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So they head back to the common room. It's full. The commotion woke people up and then those people woke up other people to tell them what was going on. And the trio told Seamus, who told Dean, who told Pavardi what they had seen (laughs) from the astronomy tower. Very good. Very well done. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) So, as Katie said, they're back in the common room. Um, Angelina then asks, like, why would Hagrid be sacked when he's been teaching better this year? Hermione points out, as we all know, um, Bridge is super racist. She hates part humans, quote. Um, and it's been Umbridge's plan to get rid of Hagrid anyways. Any, she was just kind of waiting for the opportune moment. Um, she also thinks, she being Umbridge, thinks that Hagrid is the one that's been putting the nifflers in her office. Um, turns out it's been Lee Jordan who has been doing it. He um, has been putting the nifflers in her office through her window, levitating them. Because he's a clever boy. And he says, like, the twins had left him a couple nifflers. And I wonder, like, how many exactly? Because at least two, right? Two have been in her office. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. how how many? Um, And they were like, well, there's really, any, like, there's nothing they could have done anyways. Because Hagrid was too close to Dumbledore. He was part human. You know, he was going to get fired. Um, literally, the second she met him, was she was making sure she was setting him up to fail with her very first meeting with him because she does not care for him. Um, anyways, hopefully McGonagall, they're saying hopefully she'll be all right. She took four stuns to the chest. Colin Creevy said she watched them carry her into the school, but she didn't look well. But then they pointed out that Pomfrey is very good at her job and she has yet to fail. So they're like, she's in good hands. Uh, and then it's about like four in the morning when the common room kind of like empties finally. And Harry is trying to go to sleep, but he can't because he's angry over what happened to Hagrid. And obviously with Umbridge or um, McGonagall as well. And he's hating Umbridge, just like Megan hates geraniums. <laughs> Probably more. I don't know who. Let's do a poll. <laughs> who, I think who, whose hate is larger? Harry's hate for Umbridge or Megan's for geraniums. What's your opinion, Megan? <laughs> I think probably <laughs> Harry's hatred for Umbridge. <laughs> so <laughs> he ends up kind of getting about three hours of sleep with that obviously doesn't leave him rested before his next test and his last test, which was history of magic. He is lucky though, because that test is in the afternoon, but he doesn't have time to nap because as much as he would love to have a little nap ski, he um, has some last minute studying to do. Sounds like you today. No nanskis. I didn't get one. He spent the morning studying notes um, while trying not to doze off. And about at 2 p.m., the fifth years took their seats for their test. And Harry just wanted to sleep, y'all. And he was thinking, like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to take a flight on Ron's broom to celebrate the end of the year, even though I'm banned from Quidditch. But I just need to take a ride, you know? I got to feel my wind blowing in my wind. My hair blowing in the wind. He needs to feel the rush of air on his scarred forehead. That's what he was thinking, in case anybody cares. So Professor Marchbanks tells them that they can start their exams. So Harry goes to, like, read the first question, as one does when they're taking a test. But he doesn't actually, like, he can't really focus on it. He's not really reading it. So then he skips. He ends up skipping to the fourth question, where he still can't really focus on it. So the fourth question was about the goblin riots of the 18th century and wand legislation. So I looked it up because that's what I do here. 
Um, and then according to the Wikia, it says, sorry, there's like ads popping up. I don't want you here. It says today, the <laughs> goblin rebellions are one of the most important topics. Hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry. Since studying history of magic for the final exams during their first year, they had to memorize the dates of the goblin rebellions during his fourth year exams. Ron Weasley could not remember all of the names of the goblin rebels and invented some by luck. He guessed Erg, the unclean's name correctly in his history of magic, ordinary wizarding level in 1996, Harry Potter skipped question four, which asked whether one legislation contributed to the goblin riots of the 18th century. And most likely because it says given the anger expressed by some goblins, such as grip hook about wands, denying goblins, the right to use wands. <laughs> what did I say that wrong? Did I, say wands? <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think that sounds right. Wizard. Those wands <laughs> denied themselves. Those nasty <laughs> <little> wands. <laughs> about wizards denying goblins the right to use wands. It may indeed have been a contributing factor to past rebellions. Also, um, I'm going to talk about, Another one of the questions is about the in, um, the International Confederation of like wizards or whatever, and goblins were thrown out of that convention. Um, so the next question is talking about uh, is about the breach of the statute of secrecy in 1749, which he answers, but he isn't really sure how he did because he but he did think that vampires had something to do with it, and so I looked that up as well. And on that wiki, it says the breach in the international statute of secrecy in 1749 involving vampires may be inspired by the real world work of Benedictine monk Antonin Antonin Augustine Calmet who was famous for being among the first to record stories about vampires in Western Europe. In 1746, Calmet suggested that vampires may actually exist. And in 1749, he published um, a treatise treatise that describes how to track them down in their layers and destroy them. If so, Calmet or his source may be a wizard in the Harry Potter universe since only wizards and witches could possibly commit such a breach. Um, Which I thought was cool wands denying wands. <laughs> <laughs> wands have denied the wands um oh the tangled wands we weave no sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question harry looked for a question that he could answer because he's like all right I'm struggling here. So he finds one that's about the formation of the International Confederation of Wizards and the Wizards of Liechtenstein. And he had read Hermione's notes. He remembered that morning he read her notes. Um, And so, like, it's... um, he like writes down the first supreme mugwump of the International Confederation of Wizards was Pierre Bonacord, but his appointment was contested by the wizard community of Liechtenstein because, and that's as far as he got. So I looked up supreme mugwump and that's the name of the head of the international confederation of wizards um so the very first one was pierre bonacarte we're going to go into um why he was uh contested so harry's trying to think of like why they contested his appointment maybe not having he was like thinking like it had to do with trolls but he couldn't really focus and remember and he like is thinking about the fact that the sun was really hot on his head um, he was Ooh. listening to everyone's quills scratching on their parchments. It sounds like, what is that when people talk into the microphone? Not- ASMR. Yes. Um, he was like also looking at Pavardi's head and he had been looking <laughs> at like 
I think the sun like in her hair because it was like making and you know how did you ever happen does it ever happen to you when you're like taking a test and you're supposed to be really focused and then you just kind of zone out that's kind of like what he's doing to Pavarotti's head oh yeah um and so according from the book it says if only he could perform legitimacy and open a window in the back of her head and see what what it was about trolls that had caused the breach between Pierre and Liechtenstein and I said foreshadowing my friends basically to the end of the chapter. Um, so Harry closed his eyes to really kind of think about the situation. And he remembered like Bonacard had wanted to stop troll hunting and give trolls rights. But Liechtenstein was having problems with the tribe, particularly vicious mountain trolls. That was it. So I also looked this up and um, it says Liechtenstein was a doubly landlocked Alpine country in Central Europe, bordered by Switzerland to the west and the south, and by Austria to the east. Uh, Pierre Bonacart's appointment to the Supreme Mugwump was contested by Liechtenstein because he wanted to ban troll hunting and support rights for trolls. Liechtenstein had been dealing with some nasty troll communities and therefore did not attend the first meeting of the International Confederation of Wizards. Um... And then this also says that they had a Ministry of Magic and a National Quidditch team. But I Quidditch. Know. Quidditch. Easy enough to understand. Where, where that information is from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's from po- maybe Pottermore, Return of Hans <laughs> the Augury, but that's archived, so I don't know if that's even like a thing. Huh. It's an evening prophet that was written by Ginerva Potter. It was published on June 9th, 2014. Geneva. Had to do with Quidditch, obviously. Mm. Quidditch. <laughs> so he opens his eyes to write down his answer, but he isn't sure he has enough details because he remembers Hermione's notes were very long. He remembers the meeting took place in France and that the goblins, that goblins were thrown out when they tried to attend and that no one from Liechtenstein wanted to go. Harry's trying to think of like what else happened during that time. And then he is suddenly, so he's thinking and it immediately goes to, now he's walking down a long, dark corridor in the Department of Mysteries again. So he's walking fast and he's sometimes running, but he's determined to reach his destination. And he is um, like through he walks through the door and now he's in the space that he's been in before that has many doors. But he like doesn't have time to explore because he remembers like the second door is the one with like all the whirling things and like all the noises because he has to hurry. He's got some place to be. OK, third door is the room where it happens, you know? So the third door is where the room is huge, almost like a cathedral. It's full of glass spheres on shelves. And he was very excited this time because he's like, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm going to get what I want. So he runs, not runs. I think he's like walking, but he turns (laughs) left down row 97. And at the very end of the row, there's a black shape that's moving on the floor. And I'm going to read from the book. Um, that I didn't pull out because I forgot that I did this. Sarah saying runs, not runs, made me think of Finding Nemo when he's like, so sea cucumber walks up. Sea cucumber walks up. Well, he doesn't walk. He actually swims up. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a sea uh, cucumber. That's like <laughs> one of the best movies. Okay, so I'm going to read from the book. It says, a voice issued from his own mouth, a high, cold voice, empty of any human kindness. Do it. Take it for me. No. How do you, am I supposed to do it? Do it like Voldemort. Take it for me. it down now. <laughs> 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 ah, 
I cannot touch it. <laughs> but you can. I love how it's a high, cold voice, and you're like, down here. Would you like me to go like this? <laughs> I feel like Jim Dale is like, doesn't, his is kind of low, isn't it? Um, his is like a little bit of a higher uh, rest. Harry Potter. No, that's kind of Dobby. Harry. Never mind. Don't pay attention. Lift it down now. Harry. Harry. <laughs> Sarah down sounds like SpongeBob now. who needs water. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They brainwave. Really do. I need, I need the privacy. I'm really glad that we found a way to laugh at this. All right, so he's telling them, take it for me, lift it down now. I can't touch it. I don't want to touch it. I'm going to play that for our patrons. But you can. The black shape upon the floor shifted a little bit. Well, it just is a little, sorry. I'm ad libbing. (laughs) Harry saw a long fingered white hand clutching a wand rise on the end of his own arm. And heard the high, cold voice say, Crucio! Crucio! That's good. Crucio! The man on the floor let out a scream of pain, attempting to stand, but fell back, withering. Harry was laughing. He raised his wand, and the curse lifted. And the figure groaned and became motionless. Lord Voldemort is waiting. Waiting. Very slowly, his arms trembling, the man on the floor raised his shoulders a few inches and lifted his head. His face was blood-stained and gaunt, twisted in pain, yet rigid with defense. You'll have to kill me, whispered Sirius. Undoubtedly, I shall in the end, said the cold voice. But you will fetch it for me first, Black. You think you have felt pain thus far? Think again. We have hours ahead of us and nobody to hear you scream. But someone screamed as Voldemort lowered his wand again. 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 I can't read. Somebody yelled and fell sideways off a hot desk into the, onto the cold stone floor. Harry hit the ground and awoke, still yelling, his scar on fire as the great hall erupted all around him. That's got to be terrifying. I mean, obviously, that's terrifying for Harry, but mm-hmm. it's also got to be really terrifying for everybody around him. No kidding. Yeah. And you know, well, someone's in some serious trouble, or is that just trouble is serious? Both. Oh. Chapter. I'm just thinking about the care and thought that Voldemort put into showing Harry this fake vision. Yeah, I mean, he... That's well-researched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's no dummy. No, I'm just... He ain't no dummy. Props to Voldemort. <laughs> oh. Uh, is this truly going to be a Voldemort and Valor episode? I think friend? it should be. Oh, no. I'm just saying. I mean, there's a lot of hate <laughs> in this episode. There's a lot of hate talk. A lot of hate for flowers. For dropping geraniums. <laughs> um Megan for geraniums and geronimo. geronimo. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not there yet. We're not there yet because it depends no. on the lightning bolt round. It's going to come down to the lightning bolt round who wins the house cup. Y'all, if Raven Claw doesn't win, I'm boycotting this podcast. Oh my I mean, god. 
right. <laughs> you got another one. Vinny, if you want me to leave, <clears throat> don't do anything. But if you want me to stay, should I'll I look, I'll should look I go now? away as you rig it. What? You don't want me to stay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Whoa. What kind of marriage do you have? <laughs> First question comes from Kendra. What silly or unimportant subject do you find yourself being unusually passionate about, such as me and geraniums? Pizza. Yes, pizza. Pizza's so serious, though. It's not silly. I don't know. What do I find serious? Wait, what was the question? (laughs) What silly or unimportant subject do you find yourself being unusually passionate about? Pizza's not silly, Catherine. This is true. I have one. Oh, I, it could seem, okay, okay. I guess it, it's not silly to me. I like my house being picked up. So when I wake up, everything's like where it should be. Like if I go to bed and the dishes aren't done, th- I hate that so much. I feel you. Like I feel, I feel like you. even though my, and like I have to pick up my floor, even though I know a little lady Supreme tornado is going to roll right through it the next wow, day. You're strong if you can pick up the whole floor. The whole entire floor. <laughs> I'm so swole. Like, I need help. What do I? What am I, I mean, passionate about? Pizza. is no. genuine. Like you're literally but that's passionate. Not silly, Kate. You like really love snacks, but you like delight in them so much more than normal people do. <laughs> <laughs> like we had a cookie conversation. Hold on, let me pull Kate quotes because <laughs> she gets so serious with her verbiage. All caps. Oreos are America's fave cookie. <laughs> I don't like Oreos at all. What? <laughs> What? Oh, I meant to tell you, I want to try that other one. Brookie? Yeah. Katie again. <laughs> Oreos are always worth it. <laughs> I've had Oreos. And then Megan being Megan. Oreos are vegan, so I appreciate them. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Most of them, at least. I guess not that's, all, but most. That's your passion. <laughs> I feel like this question is really mostly just a Megan question if I'm being honest because it's just like in my personality to be unusually passionate about a lot of things not even just my hatred towards geraniums (laughs) (laughs) so ridiculous hate hate geraniums Meg goes on Meg goes on the most soapboxes that's Megan's theme song I just yeah I go on soapboxes and I I think that a lot of times people confuse my passion for anger about something and that's not true at all. I mean, I'm just passionate and that's okay. It is yeah. okay. I agree with you. I would say that like, I think that people, I, um, my thing is like probably hair products and stuff mm. that like mm. a lot of people don't care. And yeah. I yeah. care a lot of like what I know, like what people are using on their hair is not great for them. But I also went to um, hair school, so that's something I put a lot. I put I invest but, time and money into what I put on my hair. But you know what I really I like, and, like tools I use, is that you like don't give people garbage for what they use. Like the only no, like, but you like if only... you're gonna use something, I will just be like, yeah, I recommend not try to steer them in like a better yeah yeah. yeah. I don't find this silly or unimportant, but I am quite passionate about cleaning with only green products. 
not like physically the color green, just like <laughs> <laughs> she hates all other colors. Like I you only do screen colored products. <laughs> like I really Whoa. Uh, dislike whenever I hear people tell me that they used bleach to clean something. I try not to judge, but I do a little. I'm like, but there's, oh, there's better, there's better things that do the same thing, and it's good for the environment. I get on soapboxes yeah. about the environment stuff and stuff. So, um, soapboxes yeah. about soap, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what? Nail polish, which just kind of goes with the hair thing, but OPI yeah. or nothing for me. Mm. I do enjoy OPI. You know what I do not like when I see people combing or brushing their hair incorrectly. And you might think, how do you do that wrong? Start at the bottom. And when you don't, because I've yelled at Tiffany. Well, I haven't yelled at her. I was like, well, I can't watch you do this. That bothers me. Start at the bottom, especially when your hair is wet, because it's more fragile when your hair is wet. Fragile. All right. Next Next question. question comes from Rylan. Which subject would you achieve an O in for OWLs? <clears throat> Chums. I would like to think I would in potions. Cross my fingers. I think that I could be good at it. Creatures. I agree. And I'm thinking because I'm not in Gryffindor, I probably have a shot with Snape at least being a teacher. Yeah. But he wouldn't be teacher. Katie creatures. Because I think he's so. no longer with us. Katie would get an O in care of magical creatures. That's accurate truth just call me the gnarl whisperer (laughs) why'd you say it like matthew mcconaughey i don't know (laughs) all right 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 right. this is just like a nice generalized question from sam gartley when you're stressed how do you react and de-stress how do I react? Uh, well, like not well. Yeah. <laughs> How do you de-stress? Not well. Uh, um, no, I honestly, I try to just stay on top of like, like if I'm out of my routine, that's automatically gonna like send my day into a spiral. So if I don't work out every morning and get a shower right after, I feel like. The world's burning its chaos. You also smell horrible. Well, I'm just I kidding. mean, that's per usual. <laughs> but um, stress, I just try and stay as organized as possible. And I felt really stressed. It was either this week or must have been last week, like overwhelmed to the max. And I literally just made a list and I didn't let myself go off that list. And I just knocked things out and crossed them off. And then by like mid-afternoon, I was better. I've done but that. I, I, I did have a little bit of a moment. I like taking baths to de-stress. With like a bath bomb or some Epsom salt or something like that. Um, and also like putting on a show that I know is just going to make me laugh mm-hmm. to de-stress. Or reading those help me but i definitely i'm stressed because of what i'm reading what was that (laughs) that sometimes i'm stressed because of what i'm reading do you ever i asked my siblings i was like do you ever have like reading anxiety both my my mom were like yes (laughs) yeah yeah i'm very much like hermione though uh sometimes whenever i get stressed where i tend to take it out on those around me sorry kate love you yes love you 
Well, you take it out on the people that like are closest to you because you know that like subconsciously, you know, they're not going to leave you yeah. because of <clears throat> it. You're like, you can just, you know, yeah. say, say what's going to come out and, you know, they're going to know that you're not meaning those things. And that's a natural thing to do. Not saying it's a great thing to do, but yeah. It's natural. It's natural. <laughs> I do tea, TV, and cats. Oh, uh, whenever the cats decide to actually sit in your lap and cuddle, that happens to Katie literally on an hourly basis. Hourly. That doesn't happen to me that often. So I really feel lucky when it's I'm probably chosen. Your, the best hatred of geraniums <laughs> seeping out of your skin. <laughs> the best is when they sit on you because then you can't get up and do anything because that's a rule. Yeah. It's like, I can't go get myself water. You have to get up for me because I can't disturb the cat. Yeah. I feel that personally. Yeah. Fozzie bear can't move can't and disturb do it. pooch. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, <clears throat> I didn't answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> um, I was going to say, to be honest with you, I'm not the best at dealing with stress at all. Um, or anxiety for that matter. But I would say like taking a hot shower and like a, a lot of times a side effect of both my anxiety and stress is I don't sleep well, which is 90% of my life. Mm -hmm. So I usually try to cut down on like um, my caffeine and drink more water um, and like try to work out if I have the time. Or I put on like really funny like videos from YouTube that I know are going to make me laugh. Like, mm -hmm. Chris Pratt's blooper mm -hmm. reel from Parks and Recs gets me howling every time. Also, there's like compilation videos of um, Good Mythical Morning <laughs> that I'll put on. Hilarious. Um, and that's usually if I get something to like help me laugh, that usually calms me down or like listening to like music I can sing along with. Sometimes it's like my sad songs. Sometimes it's Taylor Swift. Sometimes it's my musicals. And if I can sing along to it, Kind of like realigns my chakra kind of stuff. Yeah. Chicago is always fun to put on. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, next question comes from Vinny. On tests, are you more like Harry, Ron, or Hermione? Hermione. Um, probably, I don't know. How do they take their tests? I think just maybe like you're like, I'm guessing like Harry is one who tries to study and doesn't mind skipping questions and tries to come back to them. Ron is more like blase about it, you know, like I'm just going to do what I can do. And Hermione is like next level prepare. <clears throat> I think I'm mostly Harry, but like. More of a Harry towards Hermione, but not quite a, that much yeah, of a Hermione. Yeah, I think I'm in the middle of Harry and Hermione. See, I would say more like Harry and Ron. We're like, I'll study. I'm not the best studier in the world. Um, and like, I try not to, I, I don't really get test stressed too much. And like, once it, I sit in front of me, like, I'll, if I don't know an answer, I'll skip it and I'll come back to it. But I'm also like, not the type of person where like, if I've skipped a question and I come back to it and I know I don't know the answer, then like, I'm not going to try to like fake it. Like yeah. if it's multiple choice, I might pick whatever is the best one, um, that I can, that I think of, but, um, 
I don't, I don't, you know, if I don't know it, I don't know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do one more. <clears throat> nope Ropes said, if any of the trio or Ginny remembered that Snape was in the order, what do you think he would have said to them about seeing Sirius at the ministry? I think it's not necessarily that they didn't remember that he's in the order. They just decide not to go to him because they're not comfortable with it but yeah i don't think they trust him yeah that's the reason why they didn't go to him um read it again Uh, what do you think snape would have said to them about seeing sirius the ministry i think he just would have gone to check on sirius yeah i think well i think he would have tried to find harry first because he knows that harry is seeing things via Voldemort and I think that he would go and check on him first didn't oh yeah I don't know it's just wild I know like if they had said something to any of the adults this could have been prevented but they decided not to Mm -hmm. but that's kind of more next episode next episode we'll get into that all right. Um, so tell me. That means you better say lion. Oh, Wait, what no. if I have a question? You don't. I mean, a question? You can, but it's not going to affect the points at all. It might. I mean, if yeah. People obviously. answer. No, because it has to do. You get points if. What about react? Okay. Yeah. True. There's all different. I just kinds wanted of to know what everyone. I want to know what your favorite flower is and your least favorite flower. <laughs> I don't have a least favorite flower. It should be I don't geraniums. like pansies, but I wouldn't like hate them. I like yellow roses. Oh, very specific. I just like roses in general, which if I didn't, my foot tattoo would be oddly placed. So why do you like well, roses, but not peonies? Because they're like basically the same they thing. They do not look the same. They are not the same thing. I love roses for their meaning but also like my mom's favorite flower were roses and so was my grandmother's and those are like two of my favorite human beings on the entire planet so that's like when i look at my tattoo i think of them i feel like your tattoo looks similar to obviously but i got it's not because it's a rose rose no see like when i think of a rose i think (laughs) also my mom always said that like uh, closed ish Type roses, you know. Oh, no. I like no. dandelions, but I like. Um, my mom always said, like, when you get roses, um, that means a prayer is answered. Which I like. <gasps> There's a mew. Oh yeah, he's, he's six minutes early. I he love lilacs; they smell so good. My favorite. And I like snapdragons. Flower uh, is a tulip, particularly mm. the yellow ones that have a lot of orange on them. Personally, mm. think they smell the best. Least favorite, I don't know. I guess I've never like super loved. I think they're called impatience. But they're okay. Like I don't think they're not pretty, but they're, they're just kind of like flat. Oh, cool, cool. I like impatience. They're all right, or maybe it's pansies. I don't, I don't know what know. they look like. I'll have to look it up. One of those two. They're very popular. Like garden bed like flower bed yeah planting flowers like they're fine but they're all over um well i don't like geraniums uh (laughs) 
<laughs> but don't I, say I like peonies a lot. And um, um anyway. <laughs> uh Slytherin won the House Cup, so whose name? Bogus. I'm leaving. Vinny. Bogus. You kicked me off this podcast. Oh my god, it's you. begonias. I like begonias. Thank you. Not an R or a G. Start with a G or an R. Alright. Wait, Gryffindor and Slytherin tied. When did that happen? Because that was not a thing whenever I checked right after. Ha ha ha. ha I'm confused. Ha. You stink. Da 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 da. What up? I'm like genuinely. When did those last ten points happen? Because that was not the case. Right after. (sighs) Meg Spider. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 (laughs) yeah. What do you mean, Sasa's questions? I call bogus on this. You're bogus. Sorry. G or an R. What happens on a tie? Katie and I should make them answer a question. Begonias. Begonias. Geraniums. Who, Megan And Tiff? then we'll figure out who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What should we do? How should we do it? Ooh. Like just a random trivia text- question? Oh, gosh. This oh, is going to be so Ooh, Katie, I have a good idea. I'm going to text you. Now you're okay. secretly text texting. Hold on. No, Hold on. Th- if this is between my house and your house, you can't be the one that comes up with the idea. No, That's not fair. It's between you and Tiff. It's between your house and uh, Megan. Hey. Or Megan oh, and Katie. Oh, my or goodness. Megan and Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> it's in between someone that's not me. <laughs> Wait, that is not fair. I'm <laughs> <laughs> real heated real fast. I'm competitive. I'm sorry. Yeah, that gets passionate. What is, what is the tiebreaker? Well, okay, tell me if you like what I sent you, Katie. I do like that. Okay. I like that a lot. You want it? Do from, I need to come up yeah, with Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come up with a joke. Uh, oh. With a joke? <sighs> Don't worry okay. about it. What? Don't worry about it. Just sit there and wait. <laughs> Tiffany. No, Sarah likes Tiffany better. She's going to make it go towards the Gryffindors. <laughs> I literally am gonna Google flower joke because that's a theme. For oh this wait, episode. we have to answer. I don't know flower names. I said wheat for bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know stuff. <laughs> All right, so you guys have to. The here it is. You guys have to answer the flower joke. First person to raise their hand. Me and Sarah will be the judge of who is first. And answers correctly wins the house cup. I'm so bad at jokes. Well, get good. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> this is the this joke is coming from the two dad jokesters. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel responsible if I lose. I'm gonna disappoint all of our Slytherin patrons. <laughs> I think it'll be okay in this make believe cup. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Who's reading it? You or me, Katie? You, Sarah, you found it. <clears throat> Meg. Which flowers are the best kissers? <gasps> Meg. Tulips. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Tiffany. Dumb. <laughs> I don't know flower. 
mentioned tulips, didn't you? I did. It's my favorite did you flower. Say tulips? Yeah. See? You weren't listening. I was listening. She said she likes the yellow ones that have a lot of orange and they smell the best. A lot of orange. They do. They smell the best. I didn't say geranium. (laughs) Whatever. I am glad. (laughs) (laughs) You let the flower hater win. Two out of three. (laughs) Yeah, do two out of three. Okay, we'll do a Harry Potter (sighs) joke. Katie, you do a Potter what? joke. Let's you can't just do it. Take don't away do any bread jokes. That is true. It's already been I mean, awarded. Again, you might get it's the answer right, Megan. Awarded. Don't do bread jokes. I don't know breads. I know like brioche buns. <laughs> Guys, this is unfair. I don't know bread. It is kind of unfair. I'm pulling out. <laughs> I would use different language. <laughs> you, you don't do have it. to do two out of three. That's fine. Okay. Y'all snakes can have it. <laughs> all right. They probably rigged joking. it. Vinny probably just gives every slithering all the points because he doesn't want me to ever win. Little snake over here. Little snake over there. Sneaky I snakes. know how it works. I ain't dumb. Snake over here. Snake, snake over there. there. Here a snake. There a snake. Everywhere a snake. Snake. How many are we up <sighs> to? Hesha sha sha. Hesha sha. Hesha sha sha sha. Hiss, 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 hiss. Okay. I don't know. Where I think you guys didn't we just hit? Yes, you just hit ten last time. Is it fan story time? (laughs) Yes, it is. Please, for the love of all that is good in this world, (laughs) please don't let there be a geranium in the story. Okay, this fan story comes from 2018 from Benita. Hello, my name is Benita. I am 11 years old and I'm a girl. I live in Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. but I was born in New York. And I'm sending this to you from my sister's Gmail account. <laughs> so cute. I'm a Hufflepuff. My, my Elvamorny house is Puckwudgie. My Patronus is a Nebulon cat. Jealous. And my wand is, is my wand is a vine wood with a unicorn hair core. It's 13 and three quarter inches and quite bendy. So that's a gigantic wand. I know. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've noticed the last like three fan stories that I've pulled have all been like crazy long wands. I don't know. So when I was in first grade, I started the first Harry Potter book. Everyone else in my family were Potter fans. And even though I had seen the movies, I didn't really understand them. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was one of the first real books I ever read. I read the whole book. And even though I had to sound out every other word, I loved it. For some reason, Mm -hmm. I didn't read the next book for a while. After about a year or two, I reread the first book because I could read easily by then. I read the whole series and I stayed up all night to finish the last book. Every year or so, I would reread the series, and I'm happy to say that I grew up as a Harry Potter fan. I'm glad that I can go back and reread the series anytime I want and never get bored of it. I decided to reread the series a few months ago, and I was at the end of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix when I found your podcast. I'd accidentally deleted the book from my Kindle and was going to have to wait until I could get it again. I really wanted to read or listen to something Harry Potter related. So when I was extremely desperate, I went to Spotify and looked up Harry Potter podcasts. That is how I found your podcast. I was really lonely when I first found your podcast, but you guys have been like my friends, even though we have never spoken directly to each other because I don't have any social media. I have anxiety, but whenever I start to have an attack, I just put on your podcast and it goes away. You can make me laugh when I feel like crying. You guys can make a bad day feel great. Thank you so much for making your podcast. P.S. You're all so beautiful. I've seen you on YouTube. Oh, my God. Thank you. What a sweet story. Oh, Benita, super sweet. Thank you. 
thank you uh, thank you thank you um we are your friends we're this whole community we're all friends together yeah so absolutely i'm super glad that we were able i'm so sorry you deleted your order of the phoenix i'm glad that we were able to take <laughs> up a empty spot for you <laughs> but that's awesome thank you for sharing your story i also i love i know we talked about like how we deal with stress and stuff like that and i love that you use our podcast to kind of make you feel better that makes yeah. me happy anytime mm-hmm. someone says that you know we make them laugh or anything like if we even make you have a little bit of a smile my day is made because I know that especially like on my hardest days, laughing helps me so much. And so to hear that our podcast can do that for other people, it's like it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Tell me a real joke. God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This page has a lot of really good, terrible ones. Uh, How do I pick? Okay. Why didn't <laughs> why didn't Harry like the Triwizard Tournament? Iggy was, didn't like it, but tell me. It was dragging on and on. <laughs> it was oh dragging on. I have a another flower joke. Yes, please. Joke. It's, it's an easy one. <clears throat> what does this base jumping gardener say? Geranium. Oh. <laughs> hey Meg, I'll tell you where you could put those tulips. Uh, did I did I Google geranium jokes? No, but also yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my so gosh. Good. All right. <clears throat> Make sure I that you change follow my your Instagram hosts. handle to add geranium. Shut <laughs> it. I'm gonna say it. Make sure that you follow your host on social media. <laughs> Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at We Hate Geraniums. <laughs> I don't hate geraniums. <laughs> don't lump her into that. That's going to be I'm in, in your profile. <laughs> Megan hates them. Katie, I don't hate them. I'm indifferent. <laughs> the indifferent geranium would be my Instagram handle. <laughs> Hufflepuff Libra thing I've ever heard. No, Katie, you're the <laughs> the the Hufflepuff geranium. What? <gasps> but you don't like them. No, I'm just saying because you're indifferent about them. Mm. Anyway, myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore geranium. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean flick. Sarah is on Instagram at I love geraniums with three G's. <laughs> go 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 go. okay but no really you can find her at o'malley with three h's (laughs) tiffany what is going on in your life i'm loving geraniums (laughs) um no <laughs> like we said at the beginning of the pod um doing our new podcast with sasa called the padawan transmissions i started watching i'm, g- I'm sure i'm gonna watch it like a million times but i started watching episode one today in preparation for the next one that we're gonna record so that's fun i'm picking up a lot of things that 
um because i'm i'm watching it with like more intent because i have to talk about it and break it down so i'm like catching some things that i'm like and i like it but just been working out and yeah i started oh i started that book the bright and shining lie and it is about a reporter's experience with the war in Vietnam. So I'm, I've just barely got into it. And it's very interesting. It's easier to read than I thought it was going to be. Like the flow of it, you know? Because I'm so used to fiction. It's been so long since I've picked up something nonfiction. So it's kind of like a nice little break. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's been it's been a while, so it's been, been a while. I've been enjoying that. And I finished oh, I finished Eye of the World. I should say that. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't told people on the podcast yet. I don't I put it on the internet, so I know a lot of people already know. But I finished Eye of the World. It took me um two point five years. No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's almost a long book though. Like there's a lot that happens in it. It's a very long book. It it didn't hit it i didn't it didn't take me a year it took me several months but it was really really good i downloaded the next one yes there are what 14 yeah but you also were reading other things not just that true i was reading other things um but yes finished eye of the world loved it loved the end loved loved the end and so that'll be nice i think i'm gonna do two books at once again just so i can kind of like take breaks here and there yeah um but yeah that's that's kind of i mean i'm not i'm teaching just mom and wife are you living your life at I'm, a slow pace i'm living my life i'm staying home i don't have the vaccine yet can't wait i'm on a wait list that's millions of people long but you know i'm trying to stay home as much as i can i literally have not gone anywhere so that's where i'm at <laughs> cool uh, I've been watching New Girl we are on season 3 I was very surprised by Taylor Swift's appearance at the end of season 2 uh, like quite literally shocked that was awesome Her I literally so did not remember that and really had to play I'm like what are you talking she was in it and then I remembered once you kind of didn't describe the scene but I yeah. knew what you were talking about. And I was like, ah, yeah. yes. Meg was like shook. I for seriously, like five I was minutes. like, oh my God, it's Taylor. And it was totally red <laughs> era Taylor. You can tell. Like, I'm guessing that's around when uh, that was filmed was like towards the end of red. It's fine. I know. Anyway, um, I'm still reading <laughs> Obama's book. <laughs> trudging through it's depressing but also informative um and been playing a lot of mario kart we've been doing this new thing with our with uh our friend chrissy actually and like her husband and a bunch of her friends where we play mario kart together online and we're like in discord together chit-chatting while we are racing and stuff um and it's been a lot of fun I'm not as good at Mario Kart when there are other people who know what they're doing and I'm not just playing against computers. 
And that does kind of make me a little sad. I don't like not being good. Are people power sliding (laughs) on you? I know how to power slide. That's fine. I mean, like I'm like the power power slider. Okay. (laughs) I think what this is. Why are you winning then? I think what it is, is the whole like internet. And I think that there's like delays and sometimes it messes with like things that happen in the race. Like I won't get a square when I should have, or like I will not come out of a turn fast enough, even though I should have like, I like, I know how to play Mario Kart. Like I'm not dumb. I'm really good at it. Usually Katie and I are really close going one, two all the time. Just saying Mm, the internet i think is throwing me off but it's still fun even though it's really depressing when you come in 11th you know it's whatever deal with it 11th (laughs) (laughs) what a loser (laughs) just kidding i'm glad you're having fun it's good it's been good i also tried cookies from this place in orlando called gideon's and it was i'm sorry katie talk about it go ahead love you you take away my thing no go for it no you can talk about that one just don't talk about the other one no i'm done oreos are america's (coughs) cookie they're america's (laughs) favorite cookie they are you should go get me an oreo they literally don't even count those as cookies what oreos yeah get out i don't eat them Neither do I. Why are you asking for one then? Well, because it's that new one you said. It's really good. Yeah, they're not for you. I just want to try one. I'm not going <laughs> to eat like a thousand home of, o- or of Oreos. I was actually surprised oh. that you ate Oreos. Dude, my Oreo story is gross. Yeah. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> Follow that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing a lot of what Meg's been doing. And then I was going to talk about these new snacks that I discovered at Disney Springs. So there's this place called Gideon's and it's like this gothic-y like bookstore looking place, but they sell like coffee and cookies. And they have a virtual line, which is really awesome. Yeah, so you can just wait. like not have to stand in line with people. You just they're... like put your name in and then you go avoid people while yeah, you wait. Because they're super popular. <laughs> yeah. um, and the cookies are all a half pound. And it's basically like, think of like a wad of cookie dough and then they like roll it in giant chocolate chips. At first I was like, that looks like a lot of chocolate chips, but it's actually really good. And then I I was proven so wrong. Like I was ready to be like, these cookies are too much chocolate and that's disgusting. And I was proven incorrect. And I tried, I didn't get my own and I'm sad. I tried a piece of the cookies and cream one. Oreo. Which has crushed Oreos all on the outside. Yeah. Um, and then this other place is called Everglazed and it's a new donut place. And it was probably one of the greatest donuts I've ever had in my life. It was so good. And usually they have vegan donuts. Did you get a donut were... high? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes, I did. But that for we bit into this donut. Okay. First of all, it was a cereal donut, which sometimes, most of the times we get a cereal donut, the cereal on top is like stale, right? Nah. The cereal crunched when I bit into it. Okay. It was fresh and it had pink frosting, which I'm like a sucker for pink frosting. Ding for that. (laughs) Strawberry frosting with fruity pebbles on top. Bit into it. What was in the middle? The donut hole was still there. Is that like a four leaf clover? I don't know, but it it was super cool. I think it is. I think it is too. The four-leaf clover of snacks. We found the four-leaf clover of snacks. The golden donut. The donut hole was still in the donut. Yep. 
Yep. Got that little I'm extra bite of for you. pillowy fluffiness deliciousness. I'll send the picture no, in the Discord right now. I don't want It was so good. We had Jack Frost last weekend. Oh, I love Jack Frost. What? But I also Jack have to Frost. say for like oh. people who um, are Orlando goers and like go to Universal and Disney, this place is better than Voodoo Donuts at Universal. And it I is, say though. that very uh, I don't say carefully. that lightly. Yeah. Everglazed is way better. It, it's so good. Wow. And I love me some voodoo. voodoo. Yeah. But this didn't take Send the cake, it but it took the donut. Wait, do you have the one that this I took? One. Oh. This one. <laughs> Can I send that or no? Oh, yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not? done talking about um, food now. I, um... <laughs> I've read, so I think the last time I recorded, I had just finished The Invisible Life of Eddie LaRue and then had kind of only just started Mexican Gothic. Finished that. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Still loved Eddie LaRue. Like, that right now is my favorite book so far of the year. I mean, I've only read four. Um, it got a little bit weird because I, like, the, I've, the only experience I was telling, we did, like, a, our live thing on youtube and i was telling them like the only experience i had with like anything gothic i figured out the name was crimson peak i think is that tom hiddleston movie and so like it just got a little weird but like not not in a bad way um and i really really liked it i loved how it ended um it was suspenseful i'll actually tell you a funny story i was riding the bike um and i had one of alana's like hair ties like one of those like plastic ones in my hair and I'm reading the book and it's suspenseful and my, the hair tie broke. Cause I had, I mean, it had been in my hair for a day and a half, but it broke in such a way that it felt like someone had like pulled it out of my hair and, um, it scared the what? crap out of me. I had to turn around to make sure that there was no one behind me. <laughs> and, um, and then I read the cruel prince, which was just okay. Like I, the internet basically lied to me and told me I was going to like be a really good book that I would love. Um, and you should remember, don't believe everything you read on the internet, but I didn't hate it. I just was like, Oh, it's all right. Um, and it didn't really, I didn't really grab me until like more than halfway through the book. I'm going to finish the series. <laughs> I just, ha- I don't have the next because th- it's a trilogy. At least there's three books. I don't know if there's a fourth one coming out at all or anything. But um, the second book is coming to my house um, this coming Monday. And then I'm still reading whatever the fourth Eye of the World book is. I read that while I'm at work usually. <laughs> um, but I have like a pile of books to read, and that's literally all i'm doing i don't go anywhere i go to work and i come here to podcast and watch my niece i eat snacks that's okay but yeah so just reading so if you guys have any book suggestions send them my way um i don't know what i'm gonna read next i do have serpent and dove in my bag that i haven't actually opened yet um so i might read that next um i don't know so tell me i like fantasy type things but also read almost anything. So shoot me an email or cool. a message on like Instagram. If you have a book suggestion. Nice. <laughs> Awkward long pause. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I know we said this was for Voldemort and Valor, but I think it should be for like 
geraniums and good times. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So this is for geraniums and good times. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. (gasps) Amazing! Just my voice! You want me to hoot again? <laughs> did I talk over your hoot? Because no, you should we'll be. keep it. No, in the hoot. I couldn't hear you if you did. <laughs> Son of a nutcracker. Excuse me, but do you give two hoots about the recap? <laughs> <laughs> I give three. <laughs> I'll say whatever I want to say. Okay. All I'm always saying in one little thing, too. One little thing. We'll say two little things then. Okay. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Didn't James Dean <laughs> put the niffler in? Oh, but then I was thinking Dean Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. You're all kinds of confused, girl. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.